So, uh, any news today? This is the Geek Watch Podcast with Brian Hatcher and Mandy Petrie. Greetings, Geek Watchers, and welcome to episode 105 of the Geek Watch podcast. We're back. I'm Brian Hatcher, and with me on the phone is Geek Watch's very own staying safe by staying at her own resident geek goddess, Mandy Petrie. Hi, Brian. How are you doing? Oh, I'm hanging in there. How are you doing? Oh, not bad. It's been crazy, uh, to say the very least, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. We have a little bit to talk about today. I may have to jump up on the soapbox for just a minute about this, and we'll talk a little bit of Walking Dead. We've got like three episodes to, to cover. There's no reason to go over this verbatim, everything that happened. Just we'll, uh, we'll touch on the highlights a little bit. But before we do that, of course, uh, everyone at this point, we're, uh, we're hunkered in. We're staying at home and uh, not going out, uh, and it looks like that's going to be this way until the end of April is the last thing that I heard. Uh, of course, a lot of movies have postponed, so, of course, no one's going to theaters. Uh, a lot of the theaters around here have closed at this point. I mean, everybody's pretty much uh, stay at home. and uh, A lot of stuff went ahead and came out on uh, download, digital. Yeah. Uh, so there's, we're on that side of it. Yeah. So, I mean, at this point, we are at, um, it looks like uh, if the dates hold for some of the rescheduling of some of the films, we may have a weekend where Wonder Woman goes up against Black Widow. Mm-hmm. And uh, if that happens, uh, I'm going to do the right thing, and I'm going to watch both of them on the on the weekend. I'm going Good. to double feature it. They'll be like the, I guess they call it the cat fight. Of the box office, I don't yeah, know very... what they would. I don't know what they would call that. But but one is rated R and one is rated, you know, PG thirteen. So I mean, that could also have something to do with it. And around that time, you know, people will have been stuck inside the house for so long. So maybe everyone will leave their houses to go see these movies. Oh, I, I would I would say so. And of course, that's assuming that, like I said, that those dates uh, stand firm, and that, uh, and especially with you know, are we going to be able to uh, leave shelter in place? That's going to be a big issue. In the meantime, of course, uh, this is a good time to catch up on all the streaming stuff that we haven't seen. But the problem we're going to run into. It's going to be the same problem that movies are having, which is right now you can't film anything. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of there's a lot of streaming stuff that's been put on hiatus. Of course, we talked about right. uh, Bucky and the Winter Soldier. So what's also affecting things is going to be the fact that a lot of people are not able to do post production on shows. So a lot of the CW uh, Arrowverse shows are going to go on hiatus because they haven't had time to. To, to finish the post-production. In fact, and of course we will talk, like I said, we're going to talk Walking Dead, but the season finale is not ready yet. And All right. it's probably not going to be, be ready. Fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're going to wind up with a, uh, you know, one more episode, I think. And then that's going to wind up being the season finale. So it's going to be a, a cliffhanger, obviously. And so they're going to do like a special episode, probably the minute that people can, can get back to work. They'll finish the post-production, and we'll get some sort of like a, a Walking Dead special, which will be... I can't imagine the uh, production teams being work from home 
because that will just be way too easy to get a hold of for hackers to grab a hold of. Yeah, well, I mean, there's... Even someone trying to edit the final episode of Walking Dead and their, you know, hackers will be after it. <laughs> oh, uh, no doubt. Plus, the thing about it is when you're dealing with professional production like that, your home PC is not going to cut it. You're not going to be able to you're not going to be able to edit raw data on on the uh, on the average home computer. On your that, MacBook Pro. Yeah. Well, you know, they may be editing on a Mac, but um, I guarantee you it's one of those twenty twenty five thousand dollar Macs. So, yeah. you know, the thing about it is uh, it, the rendering time alone for, you know, an hour long episode would be ridiculous. I mean, that, you know, start start it up and then wait for about about a month for it to finish rendering. So, so yeah, I mean, we're going to we're going to wind up having some delays and there's some stuff ready to go, but we're going to that's the thing for people who who enjoy television and movies, there's going to be a dry spell while everybody's trying to catch up and get things finished. So, I mean, we'll we'll have some things to watch, but not nearly what we uh, was expecting for this year. And it's just going to, it's going to take a minute for sure. But like I said before, this is a good time to catch up on a lot of the older uh, shows that maybe we have, you haven't watched yet, you know, and of course, you know, streaming services at this point, the ones that have a lot of back catalog, they're going to be, they should be fine. But yeah, thank goodness for streaming services right now, because there's really nothing, you know, that in television, that's pretty much the only entertain. I mean, that in books for for sure. So, I mean, obviously mm-hmm. getting caught up on, on uh, your reading is, you know, pretty solid. But uh, I did want to talk a little bit, and here I am going to about ready to uh, jump on my uh, soapbox for a minute, because uh, the geeks are staying at home. For the most part, they're uh, watching streaming services, reading books, playing video games, and uh, pretty much everyone, you know, 30 states have an official, are officially telling people to stay home. Uh, most everybody is, obviously, but uh, GameStop didn't seem to get the memo. Oh. Yeah. I, now, the thing about it is I've not been the biggest fan of GameStop for, for a while anyway. I've had friends who work for GameStop and... I saw how they treated their employees, and so I'm not the biggest Aww. fan of GameStop anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, it, the, the pandemic thing has really had them show their true colors, because when everybody else was closing, they were staying open. They were telling their employees to stay open, and they were they faxed their employees a letter saying, if a sheriff shows up to tell you you got to close the store, show them the letter and explain to them that we are an essential business. No, you're not, you idiots. No. So. No. Well, like, you know, I've been making face masks here for the past week. Oh, yes. And an essential business to me would be Joanne's Fabric right now. And they're not. They're not open. Although, yeah, my understanding is, though, kind of going off uh, a tangent. I think it's Joanne's Fabric. What they are doing is they are allowing people to pull up to the front to get scraps, scrap cloth to make their masks. So they're Fantastic. saying if you I did not know about that. Yeah, some of the Joanne fabrics, what they're doing is, you know, they said you can call in and, you know, they will be willing to give you scrap fabrics to allow, you know, if you're making masks. Wonderful. Yeah. So I mean, at least doing that. But yeah, nice plug for Joanne. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, uh yeah, some people get it right and then some people like like GameStop, they do, you know, they're doing this mess. And then on top of it, I just saw an article after the sheriffs basically went in and closed these stores, you know, 
now management of GameStop is telling them to go back. And they said, here's what we're going to do. You don't, you're not going to let people in the store. What you're going to do is you're going to put one of our bags on your hand. You're going to crack the door to take the card with your, with the hand in the bag. You're going to swipe the card. And then what you're going to do is you're going to flip the bag inside out, leaving the card in the bag and then whatever they buy and then give it to them. And they're, wow. they're telling them that reopen the stores and that's how we're going to do things. And I'm like, is there no mm-hmm. end to this GameStop garbage? You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, there there are words that I'm really trying not to use <laughs> right now. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, just there's like n- the words that, that make it the difference between Black Widow and Wonder Woman. So. Yeah, <laughs> the difference. I, I think the words I'm wanting to use are the difference between Wonder Woman and a Quentin Tarantino film. Okay. Ooh. Uh, yes. Yeah. I'm thinking it real hard right now. So, uh, but uh, yeah, this is this is stupidity. This is this is flat yep. out stupidity. And the thing about it is, we're I understand that the economy is is really suffering right now. They really are. And I, I mean, I get that. It's a it's a it's it's a huge blow to everybody. And I hate to see any business, you know, any company go out of business, uh, except for GameStop. I would love to see them go out of business. <laughs> Because this is, they're putting That's their people fine. at, they're putting their people at risk for no apparent reason, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, between them and Hobby Lobby, I'm just like, I mean, at least, yeah. ho- I mean, Hobby Lobby, at least they're not making their people come in. They're just firing them all, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. He got word from God. Yeah, his wife, yeah, his wife had a, had a, had a dream, for, had, had gotten a vision from God that uh, they were going to be fine, so they left the stores open. And then they forced them to close the stores. And so they basically fired everybody. You know, they figured once they can reopen, they'll, uh, you know, fired everybody so they'd have to pay their insurance. I mean, the thing about this virus, it is certainly stress testing a lot of things, including people's moral states. Things like that, you know, businesses that don't give a crap about their people, you're seeing it now. You're definitely seeing it in a real way. And uh, like I said, uh, you know, the whole thing with GameStop, uh, if those stores close for good, I'm not going to be upset about that at all. But uh, something sort of a similar uh, aspect to this, because this is something I've been thinking about for a while. And, of course, the uh, this whole thing with the virus really brought this to the forefront is in the early 90s, I started a game store, and uh, which almost put me in the hospital. Well, it actually did put me in the hospital for a minute because I was going to college. I was working another job on top of it. But, uh, you know, every once in a while, I'm like, I, I get nostalgic for the game store. I'm like, maybe I should open another one. You know, then I come to my to my right senses and decide not to. But, you know, game stores are like the last bastion, really, you know, for the, you know, for the hardcore geek. And comic book stores and game stores and i'm wondering what you know what that is going to look like after the this whole this whole issue with with the virus because you know obviously they can't open right now and the margins that these stores have are very slim comic book stores they've been i mean it's been bad it, it hasn't been as bad as as gaming stores there's really not a whole lot of money to be made in a gaming store i mean everybody is going up online to buy their stuff, you know, because it's cheaper, obviously. It's obviously cheaper. So uh, the only thing that a game store really has to offer is a place for people to play. 
but you know you, you don't make money from that and so what you want at, you know at least with me in the 90s i uh, i could sell stuff because there wasn't a whole lot of online selling people wanted magic cards or they wanted books you know they bought them off of me but in a in a world of uh online and internet at this point i mean it's it's good right now because of the fact that you know for a lot of people if you couldn't buy online what the heck would you be able to do but uh for the gaming stores and comic stores this is rough because obviously a place like amazon is going to be able to sell stuff cheaper they're just going to be able to do that and so for a lot of gaming stores, you see a, you see people who will come in and game, but they're not buying anything. And I mean, I see a lot of game stores that they don't have a whole lot of uh, they don't have a whole lot of product, but uh, but and that's because people aren't buying it. So what's the point of putting it out there? They're not going to buy it. So you're basically just somebody who's providing a space for people to play, but you're you know, you're paying for the electricity and the water and all that stuff. And a lot of gaming stores, I know the owners, the main reason why they have gaming stores is because, because they're a business, they can buy stuff at cost for themselves. So that's sort of their payment, you know. If they make just enough money to pay for the rent and, you know, keep the lights on, they're getting their gaming stuff for cheap. That's enough. But when you're dealing with a margin that thin, I mean, we're talking about the end of April before people are going to be, may, may be able to come, uh, you know, be able to leave their, you know, this self-imposed quarantine. If even then we don't know yet. I mean, we're hoping the end of April. So I wonder really, you know, after all of this is done, you know, these gaming stores and comic book stores, what's left because, and then on top of all that, I mean, it's like the perfect storm because diamond distributors uh, just went out of business and I don't know how much you know about Diamond Distributors, but, you know, if you sell comic books, to sell comic books, you must sell your soul to the devil. And the devil is Diamond Distributors because they were the only place where you could get anything. And so they very much determined, you know, if you were going to make an order, they would tell you, well, you know, if you want these comic books, you've got to purchase these. These have to be in the order. They could, you know, otherwise you don't you don't get your comics. And so a lot of comic Com, you know, comic book stores, they would have a bunch of comic, they had to buy comics that they knew they were never going to sell, but they had to, to get the comics that they knew were going to sell. It's either that or nothing. Diamond Distributing had a monopoly forever, but uh, they're gone. And so uh, there's no real distributor for comic books now. DC's talking about possibly doing their own distributing for their, for their comics, but they're also talking about not putting out comics anymore so you know now you've got this perfect storm of you know comic book shops not really being able to stay open right now uh, but still needing to pay rent and then when they come back where are they going to get their comic books you know so i mean this is good i mean obviously the the virus is going to be rough on all kinds of businesses but man, I mean, our, our favorite geek gathering places are going to be, they're going to be hurting really badly at this point. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. So, I mean, have you ever, have you ever visited like a game store, other game stores that you go to? Yeah. Uh, I pick up minis and dice and things like that. Uh, down in South Charleston. Um, oh yeah. The Rifleman. Lost, Lost Legion. Yeah. 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 
they tried to, I mean, they were trying to stay open for a little while. They were basically doing, they were saying, well, you know, we're limiting to the number of people who can come to the store and, you know, give us a call first and we can get stuff out for you. But, you know, they're running into the same problem that, that every place, is, you know, that a lot of the places are, are you know, dealing with, like, like restaurants that have, you know, that their main, you know, their main source of income is dine-ins, you know, for gaming stores, their main you know, the main purpose to go to the game store is, you know, meet up with other people and game with them. And I know that uh, Lost Legion was trying to do that. They were saying, we're going to limit the number of people who are going to be in the store, but, you know, uh, but, you know, you can still game there. And I'm like, that's not a good idea. I, I don't think people are gaming at the store. But, uh, you know, I mean, I, I know my, my group, we're, we're uh, gaming on a platform called Rule 20. Uh huh. So I mean that's over. That's that's online right now. So so well, I'm you know I can't I can't you know say anything because I'm one of them who's gaming online right now. Yeah. Well, they, see, that's the thing. I mean, that's the smart thing to do. Having people travel, that's just not that's you know that's just not going to work. You know, it's like I said, doing the podcast. If I'd have the ability to put you on, you know, pipe you in on the phone, I mean, we wouldn't do it, obviously. It's just da- it's too dangerous to be meeting up with people. I mean, social distancing is. I mean, we we need to do this. It's paramount. You you've got to do it. It's that's the only way we can we're going to survive this. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this carnage out there for businesses right now. And like I said, game stores their margins are so narrow, and comic book stores their margins are so narrow. I don't know if they survive this. I don't. I mean, I hope so. I, I certainly hope so. But. But it's going to be rough. It's definitely going to be rough for them. And so, you know, I, I wish everybody out there who has a game store or a comic book store that you're sitting there wondering, what the heck am I going to do? I mean, I, I wish you the best for sure. And I hope if the virus responds well to, you know, to the summer, you know, if if, if it starts dying off like, the, you know, like flu season dies off, you know, when the weather gets warmer and people can start coming out of their houses that, you know, the sooner the better, obviously, but uh, you know that's not going to be until the end of April, and like I said, this things are things are rough right now for sure. But uh, like I said, I just wish everybody the best of luck, and uh, like I said, hang in there, folks. Uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully this will be over um, relatively soon. Before we go, like I said, I didn't want to do like a, a, a like a full blown you know blow by blow analysis of the last three episodes of The Walking Dead, but man, it has a lot of stuff happened. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I know you haven't you haven't seen everything yet. Nope. The last thing I saw was, spoiler alert, Alpha's head rolling across the floor. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> Which was beautiful. Oh yeah. I mean, we've had. I mean, that's we basically had the death of Alpha. We've had you know the destruction of Hilltop. Mary. Yeah. You know, we've had uh, Eugene. Well, of course, Eugene heading off to Charleston, and of course. Or what is supposed to be Charleston, which looks nothing like Charleston. Well, here's the thing. I don't think that's Charleston because if it, we do see Princess, and Princess lives in Pittsburgh, so they may have they may have got sidetracked a little bit. But hmm. uh, I don't. Yeah, a lot of people are saying, well, that doesn't look like Charleston, and I'm, and it doesn't look like Charleston, but maybe it isn't because you know if they're doing the same thing that they did in the comics, a Princess. Well, Charleston doesn't appear in the comics. But mm-hmm. Pittsburgh does, and Princess, you know, she lived alone in Pittsburgh. So that may be what the situation is, and they haven't reached their destination yet. So that's that's what I'm thinking. 
But yeah. like I said, we've a bunch of crazy stuff has happened. I mean, Carol started to go uh, a little bit loony. I mean, the last episode was called Look at the Flowers. So I'm like, no, <laughs> did you, you did not just do this. You did not just do this. That's wrong. And so Carol, Carol's having a rough time of it. Uh, for sure. A lot of, like I said, a lot of crazy things have happened. Things have really started to pick up because of course they were building up momentum for the, uh, you know, what's going to happen, you know, with the uh, season finale, which I do not, I don't think is going to be the end of the whole thing with whispers. I don't think it's going to get wrapped up by the end of that. But you know, the thing about it is of course, and then we got to talk about the episode with Michonne and her send off, which you said you haven't seen yet. So, <laughs> but wow, that was, there was a lot of stuff involved there and some things that have expanded the universe in a real way. But of course, you know, the, the big thing, and like I said, I'm not going to say too much about it cause you haven't seen it, but uh, Michonne on LSD is a nightmare. Cool. Yeah. I mean, obviously, she didn't do it on purpose. Uh, like I said, I won't go into that, but uh, uh, her acid trip was horrendous. We'll just say that. The things that she saw was was pretty messed up. We'll just say okay. that. She, carry, she carries a lot of weight for, for certain things, for sure. And uh, a lot of people were, of course, talking about that entire sequence and, you know, the visions that she was having. And like I said, I don't want to say more than that because I don't want to spoil it, but holy cow. Holy cow, was that was that crazy? So that's definitely definitely going to be worth a you know a, a revisit for you. Yeah, the whole Michonne episode, uh, like I said, and if you're basically setting this up, she's leaving her kids behind. You kind of get it, you know. Here, yeah. I mean, you kind of understand it after you know after what was going on. But uh, like I said, uh, yeah, the whole thing with Michonne, that entire episode was it was uh, it was a mind freak for sure. But uh, we got one more episode, which will, of course, wind up being being a cliffhanger because, of course, we can't we're not going to see the the season finale until things clear up and, uh, you know, they can finish the post-production on it. But, uh, wow, lots of I mean, a lot of things have been put on hold. But uh, I I did see uh, an Instagram from Greg Nicotero. Uh, some of the props that he's preparing for a creep show, the second season of creep show. Shutter. Spider, uh. That giant, yeah, that giant spider, which of course that's, that's on hold for now. But uh, yeah, there's a lot. I mean, again, it's like, there's a lot of great stuff out there. We're just waiting for all this to clear up and then we'll get to see. But uh, yeah, as of right now, we're just kind of on a holding pattern for sure. But I mean, you're still getting your gaming in, right? Of course, now we can, we can still podcast a little bit. We may go back to a weekly schedule, to be honest, but I mean, if there's not a whole lot to talk about, there's no real point to it. So I figure we're going to do play this uh, by ear for sure. But we can uh, do a lot of a lot of speculating. Yeah. Like one one thing is they're doing they're doing a pop up hospital in Central Park. Yeah. So that's basically like Hooverville Mash. Yeah. So I'm thinking in 20 we are going to have a a sitcom set in the uh, COVID-19, you know, pop-up hospital oh, in yeah. Central Park. So well, I mean, I can't yeah. wait to see that. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, uh, uh, post-apocalyptic fiction is going to change because now that we've gotten a taste of what that's actually like, you know, mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to make a really crappy post-apocalyptic novel now because it's like, that's not how that goes. We know that's now. That's what happened. We lived it. Yeah, exactly. We've, you know, so... 
like I said, we'll play this by, by ear, but uh, like I said, as of right now, I mean, we, we still got some things we can talk about. And like I said, I, I look forward to our conversations for sure. So, I mean, even if it's just, uh, even if it's just socializing, I think right now that's, that's not a bad thing. So we will definitely, like I said, we'll, we'll play this by ear and we'll see how, you know, how all this goes. So, you know, like I said, it's good to hear from you again, even though, of course, you're not here. But I'm glad to hear that, you know, like I said, you're staying safe and but you're still like still able to online to to D&D game with your friends, which is important. You know, being able to have contact with people is that's the thing right now. And we have so many things right now that allow us to stay in contact with each other. And I think that's a what a time to be alive. I mean, it's really, you know, all the epidemics that have gone on in the past, you know, now that we have all these ways to communicate, um, all these ways to get proper information out there, whether people are tied to listen to it or not, you know, uh, we have things that we never had before. So I'm optimistic. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, as the apocryphal Chinese curse goes, you know, may you live in interesting times. And I have to say, we at this point, we certainly do. So with that said, we come to the end of episode 105 of the Geek Watch podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. And tune in again next time for the latest in geek news and views with the Geek Watch podcast. For Mandy Petrie, this is Brian Hatcher reminding all the Geek Watchers out there, stay home, be safe, and always remember, we're all geeky about something. Be proud of yours. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Geek Watch podcast. If you enjoyed this program, don't forget to like and subscribe on your preferred platform and share this podcast on your social media. For links to all the ways you can listen to the GeekWatch podcast, as well as leave comments and suggestions, visit our website at geekwatch.net. The GeekWatch podcast is a Hanging J production. <laughs>